0: Over density.
1: Take six. City.
2: We got the system so the cows can produce, but it's like the cows ain't happy no more. So it's like mm. Sh- mm. <laughs> Shit is reaching a motherfucking tipping point. And like for me seeing this is just like I'm not really trying to be a cow for real, for all. Like I'm I don't know, I fuck with leopards more. I'm trying to be a leopard. Or a bird. Exactly, a bird. I'm trying to fucking fly shit. Honestly I'd rather li- like live not Horror, but
1: enough where I can eat and be comfortable in like Madagascar or some interesting shit. This recording of overdensity is brought to you by YouFarge. Let's get this show on the road. Starting up with my mans, Ian. Let's get it. We're here doing a podcast. I don't know which episode this is, but...
2: It's like seven, if I can remember correctly.
1: Well, this is a special one, so it's like, you know, it's like every podcast. I don't really kind of Like, some people do the linear podcast, like, every episode. But to Mm -hmm. me, it's, like, all of these podcasts are their own...
2: They're in their own space Their own episode,
1: you know? It's, like, its own season. So, you know, let's say we do another podcast, you know, months from now. Like, it's connected to this one almost, you know? I got you.
2: Time is not linear. For sure. Uh, What's going on, man? Oh, man, my life. Uh, Honestly, I've been struggling a bit, to be honest. Uh, Physically, mentally... And spiritually, I'd say. Getting hit on all
0: fronts? Yeah, you
2: know, it's all connected, so when you get hit hard in one front, and it kind of just rolls over. But um, started with, like, I guess two things. I got extremely sick. I went to Cuba for a week to visit my girlfriend at the time, and it was an amazing trip. Until the last day, I got, like, extremely fucking sick. So I ended up in Philly, in the hospital for like five days, didn't eat, just like shitting crazy, throwing up, like all the worst things, just in this like endless pain. And um, that kind of just like fucked me up ever since. And then not like about three weeks ago, me and my girlfriend broke up. Which was like painful episode of life. So I'm like dealing with these things and my body's still not like back to where I was. So, yeah, I kind of, instead of, like, I'm, I'm at the point where, like, I need to just, like, use all these things to become a better person and, like, you know, take it all as motivation. But I'm kind of still at the point where, like, I'm letting it affect the way I'm living in every way. I'm just making bad decisions. And it's, like, kind of, like, compounding itself to, like, deep shit. But, you know, I've been there before <laughs> in a much worse extent. But it's also, like, hard to... Being this shit. So yeah, that's where I'm at. How about you, man? Alright, man. Uh, well, damn. Yeah, you, got, you caught me at a funny time. Gotta keep it honest.
1: You know, I'm, I'm sorry to hear about your breakup, man. Relationships are definitely tough, and you know, I hope, you know, you, you know, life goes on, and you become stronger, and, you know, if there's ever something to rekindle, or, you know, at least some type of relationship, it's always, you know, I guess better to Keep a positive light of the situation, I hope, you know?
2: Yeah, man. That's definitely the goal. Um, Yeah, it sucks because, like, we still love each other. It's not one of those breakups where it's like, I fucking hate you. Get the fuck out of my life. Yeah. It's just kind of like compatibility is an issue. Timing. Timing. Circumstances. Different phases of our lives. And, um, yeah, there's just, you know, it takes so much to be a good partner, especially I think in our day and age, we're just like continuously swamped by so much shit. It just takes a lot to be able to like give time and energy in a thoughtful and effective way to like make sure you have the bag. And I don't think I was ready to like be like a superb partner that she needed. So that's a big issue, you know? Yeah, I gotta use this opportunity to like really work on myself, like, you know, like, reflect, figure out the issues, figure out all my positives, and kind of, you know, work on bettering what I'm bad at, and um, also, like, moving forward with what I'm good at, I guess. But, yeah, I got a lot of time to, like, to reflect, I guess, and try to figure it all out.
1: Thanks for opening up, man. Like, you know. Yeah. Does, yeah. It, does it feel anything is it
2: is oh yeah it, this is it
1: like pressure in your head sometimes like that's like you kind of feel like all these feelings of like i wouldn't say anxiety but you know you kind of have like your own stresses that you're kind of trying to handle and you got to go through you know personal relationship management and you, you said you're looking to go to thailand soon so you know you're kind of starting to prepare for a whole nother type of lifestyle probably uh
2: um, yeah, I think mostly it's just kind of, like, deep emotional sadness, <laughs> to be totally honest, which just kind of sounds kind of funky to say, I guess. Because that's another thing is, I I need, um, I have to get better at, like, seeking out help. You know, when I have issues, I tend to just, like, keep them to myself, maybe one person, and then it kind of just, like, to, gets to the point where they have this pressure. So, yeah, this pressure does, uh come about and I'm so, I have I kind of have this prideful ignorance or stubbornness where I'm like, you know, I'm good. I'm going to figure it out. Like, I'm going to be able to maneuver through all of this. But what I'm learning is that like, there's just so many people that have been through situations like this that have far more knowledge and experience than I can, that I do and that I need to kind of seek out help. So yeah, I'm working on trying to be more vulnerable with like you know someone asks me what's up like i can't just be like oh yeah man I'm good like kind of try to be like uh i'm feeling kind of shitty right now unless it's like a random person i haven't seen in like eight years i'm not gonna be like yeah i'm going through it man like i'm like what?
1: i hear I you man. i hear you well you got you got a strong network you know you got me so like whenever you need to feel free to give me a call or if you want to talk or you know Like you said, we can all kind of... We all have our experience that we can offer each other. And so, no one should be struggling out here alone. Right, right, right. And, you know, there's a tendency, like, why burden someone with your problems when everyone's got their own problems? But, fuck it, you know? Like, you know, it's... Someone might, like, you know, I think we all have our relationship stressors and we're always trying to figure it out, especially as, like, young people, to your point earlier, right? It's kind of like... It's like a different lifestyle you know we're like graduating college and like you know we need to like figure out what we're going to do from a career standpoint in addition to you know you want to be comfortable you know there's kind of this this old this existing feeling since i've been from philadelphia and went to college here at temple it's like there's always this tendency for people to be like should i stay or should i go too you know it's kind of like that you know is this vicinity the vicinity that i'm going to be in forever or for now, et cetera, you know? And so uh, it's it's interesting because we're we're both native Philadelphians, right? So it's Mm -hmm. like this is our hometown, but it's also like, you know, to that point, that personal growth, that path that you have to take, it kind of almost forces you to kind of go outside of Philadelphia for it. Uh, And then, you know, coming back to Philly with a different mindset, not that same mindset that you had as a native, you know. But but that I, I I mean I don't know if this is, I don't know what I'm
2: trying to no, say. No, yeah, I think I feel you one hundred percent. It's like just to expand that, you know, life is an endless stream of decisions. And um, you know it, I wanna be in a position where I, I'm kind of I'm in a good headspace spiritually spiritual space where I can make these decisions. But for me is um we're turning to Philadelphia, you know, it's just another decision that comes with the endless decisions that just come our way. And for me I got a chance to to live in Asia for a year and to experience other cultures like Cuba and Colombia. And I'm like for sure that I don't wanna spend the entirety of my life in Philadelphia. I think that um, you know, if I wanna I wanna explore my purpose and try to fulfill said purpose I don't think that like Philadelphia is gonna offer me what I need, and I, I realize that when I come back to Philly, I end up like becoming very comfortable in like I will not say mediocrity, but just like the wave of Philly, where it's just like everyone's you know doing what they gotta do, getting by. It's like
1: it's like the city life, right? You kind of like it becomes just this daily grind. The daily grind. And that is like just like, it's like you're just following it regardless of how much you control, how much you can change. Like, you look back a week later, it's like, okay, a week went by away. Right. You know, nothing super crazy happened, but, you know, I'm still here and paying my bills. Like, that's kind of like the city grind to me. Whereas you go to, like, some place where you don't have maybe set expectations or such a set schedule as you might hear, then you can kind of start creating some novelty, some momentum that can like you know encourage you to think and like keep reaching for something, and you can feel like you're actually getting close to that. Like you can sometimes reach here in Philadelphia, and then you like kind of just you know I don't know I don't know what that reach here is in Philadelphia per se. Yeah,
2: uh, Jay Electronica has a line where he says like one page of your diary can tell you what your year about. That's a lonely place. And, like, that's what I don't want my life to be, like, pretty much, is where, like, the, the word daily grind, I think, encapsulates it perfectly, where, like, you know, you're just grinding out, like, the trying to survive. And it's hard because you have to have a balance to It's where, like, you know, I want, I'm an adventurer. I want my life to to be something where I'm, like... I'm engaged and like I feel like yes this is like motivating me and I have this like warm feeling that I'm helping people out and I'm inspired where I don't want to get into a situation where I just have a job that I dislike and I'm doing it because I have to survive in this system that we live in but on the other hand it's like I realize that at some point I'm I may have to make the sacrifice like for stability Because I haven't been very stable the past couple years. Like, I have friends who've, like, gotten good jobs and, like, you know, they have so much more money than me and they're they're focused on these capitalistic things, I want to say. And then they see me, like, going to Cuba and traveling to fucking Indonesia and they're like, yo, I wish I could do that. And I'm like, yeah, like, I kind of wish I could do that. But, like, I wish we could kind of balance it. So, like, like, it's it's not like, you know what I mean? i would be a
1: cool, like, concept of like trading trading shoes yo that is so oh, dope it's like oh you have a job like let me work your job for the 40 hours like you take it easy you go travel and I'll work the job for you we'll split the cash up front like whatever
2: yo that's never be the future bro like yo pass me along it's better skills. than a referral
1: you know because like and that's kind of the thing the system that we work in it's now I've come to realize that the people who fit in, you know, essentially that archetype of having a job and, you know, going further to advance their career and, like, you know, trying to generate capital and money to, like, you know, build assets or whatever the hell they're doing,
2: All Right.
1: you know, the people who are doing that are, like, kind of just benef- beneficiaries of the system, you know? It's not like every one of those persons, like, strive. You you kind of get what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. the strive is being broke, not having a job, like not knowing what you're gonna do, like not having all the answers, making these mistakes, and then like trying to figure out how to rebound from it. You know, once you get a job and you're getting paid, you know, really at that point it just becomes like emotional management, so you don't become like a depressed, crazy like <laughs> employee, uh, which is a whole different grind in itself. Uh, but you know, it's, it's, it's like the yin or the yang, man. Like, what do you want? Uh, what is there a balance? It seems to be like kind of extreme. It's like you gotta work, 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 work. And then you gotta like travel, 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 travel. Or, you know, I, I like the ability to be able to like work a job that kinda has you going out to different places. That way you kinda right. get like, you know, the best of both worlds. No one really wants to sit at a computer for eight hours every day and just, you know, type things into a keyboard. It's it's not the most satisfying.
2: It's not natural for the human, like being. <laughs> I think I think. You I know.
1: mean, only since what, like nineteen eighty, people've been typing on computers. And typewriters
2: or something. And you have it. Yeah, I think that's like a big part of like why we're seeing a lot of issues that we're seeing in societies, it's just because like the systems that human beings are in are so unnatural to us. When it comes to just, like, sitting all day, it's like we're, we're meant to be freaking, like, roaming through the forest, and, like, people used to live in, like, trees, tree houses, now we've got these, like, smooth houses with Wi-Fi, and have you heard of Wim Hof? Bro, you should definitely check out Wim Hof. Anybody listening, check out the man Wim Hof. He's called the Iceman, and he's this an extraordinary person. He's like... Oh, the Iceman. The Iceman. Yeah, we were talking about this guy, the guy who
1: can, like... Manipulate his mind to alleviate any type of ailment or challenge, right? He yeah, takes like exactly. a couple of, like sniffs or breaths, and then yeah, like optimizes breathing.
2: his like mindset, essentially, right? My man has climbed Mount Everest in his shorts, like ran marathons in the Arctic Circle, and like he's just like he's pretty much like if you like stick to this type of it's a, a breathing exercise that I've been I've been trying to do every day. Like, I, like, have a nice little run, and then I get depressed, and I, like, get out. <laughs> but, like, it definitely helps me. You also, uh, you have me taking cold showers.
1: Oh, yeah, cold showers. I'm a big uh, fan. I'm a big yo, fan of any type
2: of ice
1: cryotherapy type stuff. Yo,
2: I had no idea. I love cold showers, dude. It's like I'm like. going like to become a drug now.
1: Well, I mean, it's like you go in that cold water, and you can channel out all of that noise, like that pressure, you know what I'm talking about. Like right. it yeah, disappears like, in the cold water, mm, and all you true. all you have at that point is like your breath, right? Your breathing, and but your your mind's like free. You know, it's 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 almost like so in society, water. it's all these pulls. You know, we we talk about how like all this marketing and stuff is always pushing on our brain, right? But maybe, what it's really do is just always pulling our brain. So our brain's always going in these different directions, and it's tiring to try to like. Mitigate that and try to keep like a homeostatic state of your like mindset. That's impossible. It was one thing after another. Like I had to go to the endodontist yesterday. Like it's it's getting real, man. It's getting <laughs> I don't real. Even you know. Know
2: what that means?
1: So they're like a dentist, but specialty oh, in like ser- surgical procedures. So like root canals and crowns and stuff like that. You could, go to an endodontist typically. Uh so you know, gotta protect the mouth. Make sure you brush your teeth. You floss. Prevention is the best cure,
2: uh, but yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> just that, a little, just a little dental, uh, dental surgeon.
2: Yeah. Pr. Uh, I don't even know how to how to put it, but like Wim Hof's hypothesis is that because we've lived in this like we put ourselves in this comfortable society that we're detached from some like amazing things that humans can do. And, like, as, as far as being able to, like, be in the ice bath for, like, an hour and or climb, whatever, whatever it may be, that there's a lot of, like, I don't know. We're getting the hu- human body being is being stunted because of this shit. And um, I'm trying to figure out how I can not fall victim to that all the way. <laughs> I feel like I might, you know. This is really hard out here. Nobody yeah. told us how hard it's going to be.
1: And to your point earlier, it's like we're so separated. You know, you look at success in the world and it's, it's, there's a process, you know? That's what I'm trying to say. Like people who have jobs, like it's not like they individually got a job, although that may have happened, but really they were part of some type of system and that system facilitated where they are now. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, like it's like going to college. You affiliate yourself now with the system and then that system starts working itself for you. Uh, obviously, you know, one has to build their own skills and experiences, but I think some of the challenges, especially in Philadelphia, where you kind of have like this highly developed society, but it's like also a lot of meat missing from the potatoes, so to speak. And it's kind of like a fractured kind of. Uh, high level society, you know what I'm saying? Because there's so many people who are in this gap, not making it across. Uh, in the shadows, and, suffering. And I, to be honest, I see more of like the shunning or this the, the the wider gaping of that. You know, I don't see like the people who make it to the other side aren't like forcing like their. You know, they're not trying to bring everyone over. I'm just going to be honest. It's kind of like you know, oh, well, those people. It's
2: like. You know, it's like, I don't know. It's, well, one thing I think, one, is, it's very hard. For me, I found out that, like, I'm finding out that it, it, it's really hard to, like, care about humanity and, like, people when you're struggling your ass off to, like, have some sort of, like, stability. I'll say, well, like, I'm putting, like, you know, and I'm working, I'm a substitute teacher. I feel like I'm just working all the time and i got to come home. I gotta I gotta cook I gotta help my ex my dad has cancer I gotta help him. my mom has torn meniscus on her knee gotta help her. I feel like I have no time to like to think so I was like how can I worry about all of the homeless people and all of, like the issues in the world? I gotta fucking feed myself right now and like you know I want I want to help I want to be in a position to uh, to help, but I'm overwhelmed with my life right now, which it's like, I, I understand, and also I feel like just our culture doesn't really focus on these things. I think, like you said, our brain is getting it gets pulled in multiple directions that is far from like, you know, love thy brother or like take care of your family. Like when I'm in Thailand, or any, really anywhere, they're so much more family oriented. Where, like, in America, it's like, I I can think of, like, ten people in my head who I I wish I could, like, hang out with. Like, I've been meaning to hit up Margie for, like, weeks. And I'm just, like, drowning in all this shit. So another issue is that I feel like I'm becoming, like, more strained for my friends and the people I love. Because going through those issues, trying to work my, my life out. Also, not exactly sure what my career future is. But... I don't know. It's a lot of issues, but also at the end of the day, I think really the moments that matter, like you know, the moments you've had with your friends, the laughs, the adventures, like the good conversations. I think when it's all said and done, that's the like I always have the best times. Like we're about to go to She's graduation, and I know it's about to be amazing. Right an amazing day! I always come back to like I want to try to have more experiences with people I love, but there just seems to be all these walls in between that that i need to work on myself focus on myself so i can so i can be in a position to like thrive and i've and i've been in it the thing is the, the, like for me i um what's the word i'm it's weird. i'm optimistic in my depression but the thing is like you know i've been depressed before and i've also been in a state where i've been like eating healthy meditating every day like, not smoking, not drinking, feeling so, like, waking up feeling like, wow, like, I feel like a superhuman. But then I've also been in, like, these deep depressions that have, like, totally encapsulated everything. This time around, I feel a little better because I know it will get better. Like, I've seen it get better. I just know that, like, it really comes down to my will and my decision making. But, Although I know that the past two weeks, I haven't had the will and I haven't had the... It's kind of like...
1: almost like dude, maybe there's this giant magnetic force that nobody can see. You know what I'm saying? It's like the weather inherently influences human behavior. It gets oh, yeah. hot, you know, you wear less clothes, closely, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, you know, in some cases, like depressive episodes, anxiety episodes, just, you know, stressful episodes... Could be your own doing and it could also just be you know the result of some environmental force mm-hmm. that not is not just affecting you but affecting everyone it's like in winter like people get more depressed people get more like for me it was really weird because like i didn't realize how like kind of low my like winter was until like it started getting warmer again and what i was do you mean like by the low? I just wasn't that happy. Mm, right. Not, you know, it, it, it was just like, it was a very like, you know, like, when you kind of can see your own f- fragileness, so to speak? Yes, I do. Uh, and you're like, you know, we're,
0: we're like 28, 29, 30, whatever, uh, and you're like
1: contemplating like, shit, like, if I make it to 55, that's going to be fucking nuts. Like, <laughs> it's like probably like a little young for those thoughts because I work with like older people and shit and it's like you know I'm young as shit compared to like someone 50 and still working but it's almost like well you made it to 50 so you've you've like arrived you know if there's a finish line or at least a race I feel like someone who's older who's like still at that you know age and living healthy is like doing it up whereas like some young kid like you know, we got to be careful. It's kind of like to your point, right? It's like sometimes you're eating healthy, sometimes you fall off. But, you know, those decisions essentially are going to determine your your health, right? Definitely. And so when, you know, 25 years from now, you know, it's the decisions that you were making now. when you were 30 that yes. are going to, you know, influence that or determine that state. And I find, especially like right now, that, you know, most decisions or most of these imp- these forces, at least these societal forces, are really, like, trying to decrease people's lifespans, you know? (laughs)
2: 100%. (laughs) Yeah, they're trying to suck out as many (sighs) dollars that they can and then leave them in a state where they're, like, I don't know, emotionless, energyless fucking specimens or some shit.
1: (laughs) And it's been, been like, an interesting topic because it's, like, when it kind of touches on religion, touches on, you know, just communities but you know how important or dangerous is critical reasoning you know because you're you know you're you're materializing all of these emotions and things like that and that takes skill you're intuitive in your own self enough to be able to even if you don't have the answers at least identify some you know some feelings or some trends at least you awareness, and the danger of that is then once you're kind of aware, you start kind of going through this philosophical, like, analysis. Like, always, like, hyper-alert. Like, okay, well, I'm feeling this way. Like, and what i am going to do? Like, I feel really bad. Like, but I got all this shit to do. And you're, like, just doing it all together. Uh, it's kind of,
2: you know. Yeah, I think you said it perfectly. Whereas, you know, being a, a male in our society, we are told, to, in terms of emotions, to just, like, suck it up. And you'll be alright. You know, I played football for like ten years. So the only way like you deal with your shit, you just get the shit out of somebody and you feel better. Like <laughs> like you fucking go get some buckets and you'll be good. Like that was my mindset towards everything. And then after the first thing that happened to me, which you were there for or whatever, I got ended up in jail, got beat up by police officers. That shit led me on to this journey where I'm kind of on now, which made me realize it's like damn, like just by like fucking trying to learn for myself is being like, wow, we're so disconnected from, like, how we feel. And, our like, even you talk to a woman about, like, I was talking to my ex about yoga, it's like, she's, like, so in tune with her body and her feelings. She can, like, tell, like, when her shoulder is doing this or this or this. And I have no, like, she's like, put your neck in this position. I'm like, how? Do this. Like, I'm, we're, I'm just so disconnected from my body, from my feelings. So I had to go through the process of trying to, like, reconnect that's what we are, and I think that's another thing coming back to society is I think that like Native Americans and in like Indigenous Hopi two thousand years ago were so connected with like everything like the animals, the trees. They're just it's just an energy like it's just all vibration. So I think it's very important for men to like try to be like try to like what you were saying is try to kind of tap in to what we're feeling and to what we're thinking. So I've been going through that, but in the same the same breath is that now I I do be overthinking a little o- opens bit. Opens up a wormhole, you know, yeah, right? Yeah, it does. It opens up a wormhole where... Because you're like
1: you're gonna naturally wanna like get that homeostasis, you know. You don't wanna be in this agitated state. So right. but you're thinking of solutions to solve that in itself is gonna start burning energy, burning calories and creating all these like, spin-off strings of, like, consciousness and, like, determinations and value systems, and you know, you kind of, speaking earlier, it's like this inherent judge, judgment, like, judging scale of, like, I'm me compared to you, you know what I'm saying? Or I'm you, or you're you compared to him. And so, it's like, how do we create the right standard system that values everyone for their effort. You know, I like to think of, like, when they talk about politics and grassroots campaigns. You know, you need someone who's, like, good at speaking. You need someone who's good on the phone. You need someone who's just good at making peanut butter jelly sandwiches because you can't do any of that stuff if you don't have food to eat. You know what I'm saying? So, literally, there needs to be an on-hand peanut butter jelly person so that operation's going to be moving effective. So, on the grand scale of things, everyone's effort culminates into... You know, hopefully, a successful or reached objective. It's kind of like basketball, right? Everyone has to know their role. Everyone can't be a superstar. Can't. And there's a whole bunch of superstars, but you got to do your part and do that part very well, and hope it meshes with the group. And I don't know how the superstar is determined if it's like the best shooter or like the most driven shooter, or like I like to look at Jimmy Butler as like kind of the de facto leader, just because. You know, he's got the experience and he's also got like the motivation. The attitude. And because of his practice and because of that experience, essentially, you know, he knows how to execute. It's not like he's making this up when he's doing it. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's already in him and he's just he's just doing what he needs to do.
2: So All Right. Yeah, I think um as far as like society and I guess trying to be successful or happy, is it like on a team? It's like everyone has a shared goal. Or you'd hope. You know, you want to win as many games, you want to win this championship. And people are coming together to do that. But I think as a society, that our goals are so shattered and like in different directions. I think a lot of it was like built off of selfishness where it's like, I want to do all this. I want to be very successful, rich as fuck, but I don't give a fuck about none of them. It's like you don't really have to be a team member seemingly to be successful so it just seems like there's just like a lot of like individuals trying to make it and a lot of them crash and the ones who become successful are the ones that you'll see on tv or on instagram it's like look at me i'm, I'm killing it
1: and they have a psychiatrist
2: yeah oh my god and they're losing their minds
1: or you know like i think of a guy like anthony bourdain like exactly. know, oh. successful cultured Great, like, intuitive insight, like, providing great content, providing great value, like, not really, you know, angering people, like, just doing good work. And the guy, like, I don't know if he shot himself in the head or just... uh, I think he hung himself. Hung himself.
2: Yeah.
1: So this fucking multimillionaire who's well-experienced, well-traveled, you know, has any type of relationship he wants to create just because he's a genuine person as well as, you know, his fame can't be fucking happy. What chance is it for my ass who doesn't have (laughs) any of that shit, you know, struggling, like, trying to figure it out, like, going through all of it? So, but what that really means is there's some independent factor away from all of this shit that, to your point, we've lost, that's been hidden, that's been taken. And whatever that is, that's what, that's what is, that's the difference between, like, a human being feeling comfortable feeling safe feeling secure and then once you get that level of independence or internalization then you can help other people right
2: exactly you can't make
1: someone feel safe if your ass doesn't feel safe
2: facts facts yeah i think that's what like i think we're undergoing like a paradigm shift a consciousness shift like humanity the earth the universe whatever that's a a very big part of it is that you know fame and fortune for the most part, probably isn't going to bring you, like, pure happiness. Like, when I was in Bangkok, I had some rich-ass friends. Like, millionaires, dudes, balling. And all of them were, like, lonely, sad, fucked up, like, in the head. Just, like, far left. And I'm just like, oh, shit. It's like, what? You guys can do anything? Travel anywhere. But it's like they all lack that, like, genuine human connection. Which I think where it comes down to, I think, the most important thing, what I'm learning is like spiritual health. It's like, you know, you can like, you, can, you have your mental health, you can have your physical health. Mental health, what do you do? Like you go see a therapist, physical health, you take some medicine, but nobody thinks about like the spirit or the spiritual health. And that's why I think that there's people who give tours to up mountains or in parks or whatever. And then like, I think people like, you can be happy just because you're not like bawling and having money. But I think it's about, like, really understanding what makes you happy. Like, when I'm, like, vibing with my family, like, watching the game, be going on a road trip, or, like, when I fucking went to Asia with Gabe and Stevie, like, those were the best three weeks of my life. Like, going on adventures with my friends, that is what makes me happy. I understand that. I understand that I probably, I may not be able to do that all the time, but... Maybe we don't have to go to Asia all the time. Maybe we can just freaking take a walk more, have these conversations. Like, right now, just talking with you, I'm already feeling better. Whereas having, like, you know, um, I know, like, uh, you, you brought up Anthony Bourdain. I know, you know, there's so many examples. Like, with Mac Miller, if you listen to his, throughout his music and what he's been saying, like, the more money, fame he's got, the more crazy and out of tune he felt. Do um, you, you know Mike Posner?
1: Mike
2: Posner. Posner, I think. yeah, yeah, yeah. His his story is crazy. Like his song, "Uh, you think you're cooler than me?" Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that dude. He just like blew up, millions of plays, torn the world, all this money, and then now he has like this long hair, huge beard. He's walking across the country, and basically, there's I watched a video on him. It's but pretty much like, yeah, I was like a pop star for all these years, but like most of it, I spent unhappy, wanting more, like not wanting more is a dangerous thing man it's hard not to like
1: but it's like you want you want something you get it and then you want something again yeah so what is it that you're even wanting
2: oh that's a hard question so i think yeah you think that you know all these these women and cars or whatever that we're sold
0: you think it's going to make you happy and then it maybe it gives you a rush
2: for a little bit of time, maybe a year at best, and then you're not happy again because it just brings more problems. And I think, to answer your question, is, like, I honestly think that, like, deep, genuine connection is, like, with what is different for each person. But for me, when I was, like, I, I climbed a volcano in Indonesia, and when I was at the top of the volcano, one side looking at the sunset, The other side, looking at um, the crater, I remember feeling like, yo, I could just like die right now and I'll be cool. Like, I'm just good. I'm in this, like, this intense, and the energy was so intense. It's just like, but at the same time, calming. It's like, for me, for me to be happy, I think I want to be in a position where one, you know, I'm healthy (laughs) mentally, physically, spiritually. I'm in a position where uh, every day putting energy, to help people in whatever way that is, whether it's help people learn about the spiritual aspects of life, or we're reconnecting, or if it's like helping kids, you know, always working with kids, like is you gotta gotta we we have to find it for ourselves, and I think that's what we're doing out here, and um, I deeply believe in reincarnation. I don't know how you feel about that, but just, like when
1: a squirrel dies, it becomes a chipmunk.
2: Yes, a hundred percent. Well, like, more like, no, not 100%, more like when a squirrel dies, its soul or spirit goes into the unknown, <laughs> which where it could come back as a chipmunk in whatever, in, a, in, a, in, a, in quote-unquote years, you know, or it could experience a whole other realm of existence that we can't even fathom. Like, and, and you know, Tibetan Buddhists talk about it, Mayans talk about it, Aborigines talk about it, and there's so many, like, there's so many, so many, um, ancient sources that I've learned about, and, and just, like, prophets got the little text message, make sure we're good, but, so, but my belief in reincarnation is something that, um, kind of fuels me to really want to explore my purpose and try to live a fruitful, fulfilling life. Even if I'm risking, like falling and not, not happening, like, even if I end up like failing miserably or I'm just in some fucked up situation, yeah. I think that I would rather pursue what I believe is right for me than being like, all right, bet I'm about to get this office job and just grind it out because I think that you know I am here for a specific purpose to learn specific lessons. And that I do think that, like, this pain and what I'm going through, it always, it's an opportunity for growth and to understand myself more deeply, human beings more deeply, and live a better life. So in, in in that regard, that, like, I think, I don't know, I think the universe works in mysterious ways, for sure. But um, I think we're definitely here not to... To like stunt on Instagram and get all this money, I don't think like intrinsically that's really what's making people happy. But mm-hmm. yeah, I get this money, man. So I'll fuck. You gotta fuck get this money, but this goes back to my
1: point, which I don't think enough people understand, or maybe people do understand. I don't understand. It's there's systems in place, like the people who have jobs. Their aunts and uncles have jobs. Right. Their brothers and sisters have jobs. Their friends and neighbors have jobs. And so, it's a system that exists. I think, for us and our people, to be frank, it's not always like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, for me... Like, my mom had got co- like went to college and got a diploma from Temple when she was like 36. You know what I'm saying? And that was that. She was actually pregnant with me. God, dear. I'm like the first kid actually with a degree in like my immediate family. Then maybe I have a handful of like one uncle and, you know, now some nephews who are getting degrees. But that's not like, you know, less than 50% of my family has like a college degree. You know what I'm saying? So any, even any professional development that I do, it's not, part of like this larger system you know what I'm saying it's like we have to we have to go like a free agent into this marketplace and figure out okay how do we how do we get in whereas I'm telling you a lot of other people benefit from the system from this process
2: yeah oh definitely and um, that made me think of a few things whereas one first is like you know obviously this system wasn't made for people of color obviously Right? So, when there goes, like, generational wealth is a real-ass fucking thing, like, we call them, like, corporations. Like, what do you think a corporation was 200 years ago? It was a motherfucking plantation. They just took the plantation and made that shit into a corporation. Plant, plant,
1: to, a, plant to a court and keep
2: it shut? Just keep it moving. Just Just keep it pushing. So, I think that's one big thing, is that, you know, this was made by powerful, quote-unquote, white people, so that white males, excuse me, so they can continue their domination. Like, that's, the like, from the roots of what's created is one. And secondly is, have you ever heard of, what's his name, Yoval Narari? I'm butchering no. his name. He's like, a, um, he's an Israeli historian. And I watched, he had an um, interesting podcast with uh, Christine Lagarde, who's like the head of the IMF, or she was, or whatever. Whatever. But well, he said that, like he was like, humans are becoming hackable animals. He said we've already become hackable animals with so much of this technology. And I think these systems is that, like, I think about it all the time. is like humanity has literally been hacked. Like, we've had ideas put into our brains through TVs and radios and all of these Food ways. Food ingredients. Food ingredients, everything. Just like you can hack a computer and, like, program it. High fructose corn syrup just... All the shit. Kind of like, I was just looking I'm looking at this magazine and there's like all these pictures of Gucci. And I'm like, why do people like Gucci? And I'm like, because other people like Gucci. There's some. they got this market to like Gucci. Like and, who
1: am I to you and who are you to him? It's all it's all this relational. Yeah,
2: like yeah. what's so cool about Gucci except that somebody said it was cool. I looked at this shit and I'm like, all oh, this shit is dumb as shit. What are y'all doing? And like goes back to like the music. I think a lot of this music, like uh, Blueface, Tatiana. like to me personally, that song is so dumb. He doesn't rap on beat. It makes no sense. Hey, that's a guy? I think so. I don't even know. It doesn't even matter who it is, but the thing is that I'm in fifth grade, and all the kids are singing about Tatiana, and I'm like, why do y'all even like this? And then I'm like, and then I realize, I forget what this one student said, I'm like, you just like it because they like it, and they just like it because they like it, but do y'all even like it? like, I think if you've heard this song without it being, like, the song, you'd be like, this is trash in your room. But we've, since we've become hackable animals, like, a lot of ideas and thoughts are given to us, and we just accept it. Yeah, Gucci's fucking hot. Fucking little, whatever, little whoever, he's the hot one, this is the hot shit, but it's like, I don't even know if you believe yourself. And I'm trying to, like, I've been trying to kind of step Back from that, whereas like you know the system like, like you said this the these systems all that get you into a good job a good situation. Of course you have to put in you gotta do the work you gotta you know it doesn't just happen. Yeah. For some people it does just happen though because sure. that's you the
1: got, luck. It's the hard work and the luck and how they work together. But for the most part yeah you gotta put in some work even if you want to become a system join a system you gotta, right. gotta gotta get some momentum. You get and it's like you know you're in inner. Interstellar space, you know, and you're traveling, and you're like coming across like Saturn, and then you start filling its magnet, like it's you know, it's pull, it's magnetic pull, and you got to break through like the stratosphere of Saturn, whatever. But you need to be having like momentum, you need to be having your own force to get, to in, get there, in there. You know uh, Saturn?
2: uh, Saturn's a the system. Saturn is the system.
1: Exactly, uh, and then even once you get in there, then you got to adapt, right? There's a different gravity field. There's a different oxygen level. If there's mm-hmm. any oxygen, there's different organisms. If there's no organisms yet, but you know probably, the galaxy probably. keeps expanding. You know <laughs> over density. We talk about <laughs> that. It's you know it's <laughs> it's like there this great grand universe, right? And here we are on Earth. You know, all eight billion people. You know, just being born in America, we're like the richest 1% of the world, like if you have a $35,000 salary, you're like richer than like Most people. 80% of the world, like, and $35,000 here is like, you know, you're barely like surviving and that's let alone if you have like a whole family, like, and that's what people have, like, they'll have like kids and only be getting 35000 having to work 40 to 60 hours, like, it's very tough to build a spiritual lifestyle so without hard. going to a significant extreme right. and I don't mean extreme in a bad way but you know maybe that's, remember, talking about systems it takes a lot of work, religion well, is, is that not, you know you don't go into religion with like your own independent like well this is me, you go into religion to join a way of life and establish hundreds, thousands of years of doctrine, join of, system. of process you know and then that's a system and you use that to anchor yourself so, you know, I think a lot of people get mad at religion and talk crap on religion, but, you know, it's, it's you know, whether you join a system for work and building your wealth versus you join a system for emotional support or you join a system for your spiritual beliefs, uh, you know, it's, it, they're all here for a reason. Right, right. And, you know, it kind of goes back to my thing. It's like when you have so much critical reasoning, so much awareness, like, It's kind of sometimes hard to fit into that system because you don't want to, to your point, right? You don't want to put yourself into this daily grind of the system in that you lose your own self. You know, you lose your uniqueness and instead you're giving it all to the system, which is going to be there regardless of you or not. Taking that energy and transmuting (coughs)
2: it into whatever they
1: need. Yeah, so that's kind of why I was always attracted to business and entrepreneurship because I saw the ability... You know, we like to think of value as, like, this pie. And you can only get so many pieces of the pie, you know. It's like, oh, my God, like, you know, if we raise taxes, then, like, you know, we're losing something. Or if we don't raise taxes, we're losing something. You know, everyone's forgetting that you can create value, too. That pie can grow. All right. Well, we have to, to a create pie. And so I think that's where we need to maybe look at switching from consumers to becoming producers, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we need to create value and then figure out how to build a system around this new value. Because that's the thing. Like, if you come out with a new currency, it's only going to work if that guy and that person and this person are also using that currency. You know, you have to create a new system, so to speak. And I think there's a big difference between creating a new system and joining an old system. Because you create a new system, it's going to reflect the dynamics of life. You know what I'm saying? A system that was built in the 1800s, how well is that system going to uphold in a time where there's been such dramatic shifts mm-hmm. in
2: it's not.
1: in in landscape, in, you know, climate, in technology, in education, in, you know... Everywhere. In cities. Just look at Philadelphia. Five years ago, you know, it was on the brink of the kind of growth, but now you see it's it's filled out, man. There's no, there's few, very few spaces here, you know, and right. if they are, they're already identified and it's just a matter of time. Uh,
2: so. Right, yeah, we're all, well, like, two thoughts I had through that was, like, one, we're all, you know, searching for something. We're all on this journey to figure out whatever that may be. I personally want to get back to this, to where, like, I'm enjoying the search, which I was at before, and it was incredible. The past few months after I got sick, I've just kind of been away from that, just like having negative thoughts. I never used to have the thoughts. Damn
1: negative thoughts, always, always present, man. Yeah, and just, I, they don't go anywhere. They're just lingering. Even when you don't want to think it, it's just there yeah, waiting on
2: you. Exactly, and, and you know, there's, it, there are ways to transmute that into positivity that I've read about (laughs) and I've experienced for sure, but right now at the moment, it's just like, I can't grab a hold of those. So that's the first. And the second is like, you know, with the systems, we're in a system, like the system, which to me obviously is not beneficial to human beings at all, right? But then within that system, there are multiple different other systems. And I think it is important, critically important For us to within the system try to create other like systems that are like beneficial to humanity whether it's like you know we used to do do the potlucks just like whether it's just like that whether it's social connection or whether it's trying to figure out how to make the justice department more accountable it's that you know we do need to put our energy into systems that i think Lead towards our growth as dynamic human beings and not into the systems that produce wealth for a small amount of people while we're miserable going home and only enjoyment or watching TV or whatever. And I do think it's going to be obviously a long, 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 long trip. You know what I'm saying? It's not the changes that we seek are not happening in our lifetime. Like, I think we're going to build towards that. But like, you know, what I foresee the, the, the earth becoming is not going to happen in my lifetime. As me, as Ian Lewis, I might reincarnate into what it does become, but I still want to give the energy, give my energy to trying to better humanity instead of trying to, like, make a lot of money and fucking ball out. But at the same time... You got to, like, you have to have some sort of stability. it's
1: The path to making money and balling out is a long path. Long path. You got to. And all we see is this short burst you see, of dopamine celebrityism. You know, it's like, it's like anything you see, even that burger on TV was made in, like, 10 seconds. Like, it's, nothing takes time anymore. Everything is quick, fast, easy. You ever walk around New York during lunch, it's like every food place has set up like a cow trough and they just have little square uh, square footages of like
2: don't, don't get into the cows. Individual
1: in, ingredients. And so we're gonna get into the cows. We're gonna get into oh, exactly gosh. how, you know, essentially
2: we're the cows, right? I can go too deep into the cows, but go.
1: And we're grazing on the grass, right? We're all eating the grass. But to your point, some people some cows wanna ball out. Some cows Want to eat a whole bunch of grass, even when they're already full. Want to keep eating more and more grass, right? What? And some cows don't even want to eat any grass. They're like, I don't even want to be a cow, but like, I guess I'll eat this grass. But I wish there was something better, right? I just need some heroin. Well,
2: <laughs> fuck this grass.
1: Well, yeah, I mean this shit. I mean maybe a cow stumbles upon you know a, a, a opium grass patch. Thought it was grass, and it's actually some new shit. And that's the whole point. It's like, you know, we're limiting our, ourselves to just being cows grazing. Like Facts. The cows need to break away. Like, why, why were the people raising the cows for the cows to produce milk or the cows to be eaten?
2: What do the cows want?
1: What do the fucking cows want? Who are the ones actually of value? Imagine if the cow had free will or the ability <sighs> to step over that fence. What would that cow do? Who would that cow become? Would the cow become a bull? Would the cow regress back into a calf?
2: That would be wild. I don't think so. I think um, think the cow would be more happy (laughs) if it was doing its own thing. Definitely. But maybe not. Fuck. Who the fuck do I know? But, so, when you get into the cows, unfortunately, I do sometimes see humanity as a big-ass farm. And it's like... The motherfucking owners, the the ones who profit off all the stores and the oil and the resources, those are the motherfucking farmers. And motherfuckers working the jobs, getting a small percentage of the income that's coming. Oh, my fucking, okay. My one friend, he was working. He worked a nice corporate job for like five years, made a good income, was doing great. And then he did the math, and like one year, he literally produced like $1.2 million dollars. First company, and he got his like seventy thousand or some shit, and he was just like, "Yo, fuck this!" Like and literally, he started his own marijuana like uh, marijuana yes, business. can't Yeah, but it's like a, a based around healing, which is a whole other story. But it's just like yeah, like you, you're gonna produce for your company, you're gonna get a small percentage of what you actually produce, and we're motherfucking cows. And the the crazy part is that, like, if you want your cows to produce a lot you're going to set them up in a certain way. Like, you can't have your cows all crunched together in their stable because they're going to be fucking shitty and pissed off. You got to set your cows up to where they can produce the most you. got to line your cows you. in a row, right? Exactly, and I think that's what fucking, like, a big part of the society is. They got their cows, they got this shit lined up, or they got houses lined up, each one watching individual TV, each cow, like... We got the system so the cows can produce, but it's like the cows ain't happy no more. So it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit is reaching a motherfucking tipping point. And like for me seeing this is just like I'm not really trying to be a cow for real, for real. Like I'm I don't know, I fuck with leopards more. I'm trying to be a leopard. Or a bird. Exactly, a bird. I'm trying or to fucking fly
1: and shit.
2: Honestly I'd rather li- like live not poor, but enough where I can eat and be comfortable in, like, Madagascar or some interesting shit then fucking spend my life fucking crunching numbers. That's, why I t- that's what I would want, personally. So I'm trying to figure out how I can do some shit. But the... I don't know. The, the, it's just a, it's a big risk. That's the word for it. It's a big risk. You know, I'm going back to Thailand for three months because I've never been more happy and at peace there. I coach basketball. Right? Like, I get paid to do something I love. It's not, like, sustainable financially out there it's good when i'm done that like i got a few options where i could possibly like get a good job where i will enjoy but like that list is short and like if i'm, if I'm you ever
1: think about coaching basketball at like a college um trying like a coaching
2: staff or? yes definitely that's like so right now if i'm like if i'm gonna become a cow i'm gonna become a teacher like, like, because like, I'm substitute teaching, I connect with kids very well. You know, our the, the schooling system is horrendous. You don't say so. Oh, my God. And, like, so I, sc- I uh, sub in these charter schools, which most of them, like, used to be failed public schools. They're just awful. Like, the kids are just disrespectful. Probably they don't even
1: teach kids how to write anymore. You know, you got... You got kids graduating from high school who have the writing ability of, like, a third grader.
2: These kids... The, the education that these kids have are is very low. It's really sad. Like, I'm trying to do basic math. You can't even write... A, you, yeah, you can't even do
1: a basic, like... Give me a... Like, you remember, like, book reports you had to do in elementary school? Yes. Like, did they, did they abolish that <laughs> policy? Because those were, like... The, I always hated having to do a book report. You know what I'm saying? Because it forced you... To write and describe something that you probably didn't give a shit yeah, about, facts. But in that, <laughs> it created a certain skill. You know, it it like it, it translated into like an ability.
2: The ability to learn and to yeah exactly. But now
1: that's not being done, and it's kind of difficult to teach someone in high school how to do something they should have learned in second grade. It's almost <laughs> damn near impossible because it almost becomes so offensive. It's almost like you have a broken bone that you never got properly healed, and so by the time that broken bone matures, it's just going to be sticking out of your, yeah. your your side now, and the only way to do it, fix it, is you have to do surgery, re-break it, put some nails in it, and then hope it grows back in the way that it should.
2: Good fucking luck with that, but it's real. Dude,
1: I'm telling you, man.
2: But, yeah, so what I was saying is, so, there's awful schools, but then I also get a chance... To work in Green Street, France, you know, you know, Green Street across from whatever uh, Germantown, and this school,
1: access to resources, passionate teachers and staff, community community of parents, amazing kids, mission oriented, genius
2: kids. (laughs) It's like friggin' it's like heaven and hell, bro. Like when I get to work at Green Street, I'm like, you bet. I walk in, the kids are like, yes, Ian's here. Like let's go. We have this amazing connection. I go to these schools, and they're like what the fuck are you doing, teacher? Like, no, me? Like, I'm like, all right, here's the work. They're like, work? We don't do work? <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. Like, all right. Like, just don't be too loud then. Shit. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, back to what I was saying is, so, like, yeah, I would want to be a teacher. That's that. That's my cow route. That's the, the regular job. You know, stable. I'm doing it. There's a, there's a lot of things where I'm like, damn, do I really want to be a teacher? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of that. But... I do think that I can find a, a, a hot situation, a, a good enough situation, but I'd rather have a job where I'm, like, traveling. Like, I don't I don't even know. I don't even need to get too deep into that because my, my mind will go forever. But I'd rather have something that I think... Um, Keeps you on your feet? Yeah, kind of motivates me a little bit more. And just, like, I don't know. I just, the person I was... In Bangkok is different than who I am now. And it's just like I was just so much more engaged with everything. Like just more aware, more present. Just you know, I was doing what I
0: love. But I mean, I mean, goodness, I'll go with you